When Jenny Yang bought Phoenix Bean Tofu in 2007, she became the third person in a line of immigrants to run the tofu manufacturer. The company was founded in Chicago in 1981 by a man named Mr. Lam, who passed it to his head chef, a man named Mr. Louis. Jenny was a regular customer who found out one day that Mr. Louis wanted to retire and didn't have a successor, so she offered to buy Phoenix Bean. When she told Mr. Louis she'd take over the business, she felt the same way she did when she immigrated from her native Taiwan to the U.S. She felt compelled, like she was being carried by a wave on Lake Michigan. That feeling, come here against a wave, basically, making a tofu company or joining the tofu company, is the same feeling. Last week on the distance, you heard about how Jenny Yang took a leap of faith, leaving a job in corporate finance to keep Phoenix Bean Tofu going. On today's mini episode, you'll hear more of Jenny's backstory and how immigrating to the U.S. opened possibilities for her that culminated in her unexpected career as the owner of a thriving tofu manufacturer. All I wanted is learning English. I don't want to go to the East Coast or West Coast because too many issues here. Jenny had already worked as a flight attendant and completed a couple years of college in Taiwan before transferring to Miami University in Ohio to finish her undergraduate education. She majored in international studies. So I got a total culture shock, but I was able to, I think, learn quite a lot about Midwest America. I graduated, and then I went back to home to work for American radio station, and then I didn't get a marketing job position, manager position I wanted. So I asked them why I didn't get it, and they said I don't have a business degree. The feedback Jenny got from her boss at the radio station in Taiwan gave her pause. Kind of. Almost thirty at that time in Asia. If you're thirty, you're pretty much done. Thirty <laughs> something in Asia for a single girl is not in a good spot. So I decided to come to the states. Jenny applied to business school at New York University, the University of Chicago, and Northwestern University just outside Chicago. Then she traveled to New York and Chicago for business school interviews. While she was at a Dean and Deluca coffee shop in New York, her bag with her passport and airline tickets got stolen. I have to wait for my pa- passport to reissued, and while I was waiting, I saw a old newspaper, Chinese newspaper. She was actually using the newspaper to wrap some fragile items she was bringing home to Taiwan, and an ad caught her eye. It was a job listing at the Chinatown Chamber of Commerce in Chicago. So I sent my resume over while waiting, and they immediately called me. And they offer me the job and tell me don't go back to Taiwan. Jenny did end up going back home, but she decided to take the job and return to Chicago. A few months after that, she found out she was accepted by the University of Chicago and the Kellogg School at Northwestern. She enrolled at Kellogg and got her MBA in the evenings while working for the Chamber of Commerce during the day, and she was loving it. That feeling at that time is from a single girl to feel very bored. You need a change. Your life is. Particularly in Asian community, that、um, very stagnant expectation is why you don't get married. So that's a really, really hard decision for me to make. But once I made it and I come over here, I enjoy every day. I told my mom that I feel like my youth extended another ten years. I become a twenty-year-old again, not thirty-something. And my mom doesn't believe it. He says, "Really?" And I just want you to be economically independent, get a degree, and go home. So she actually come and check me out. Flew all the way over by herself and doesn't speak English and change airplane. Just want to make sure what I said to her is true. After business school, Jenny started working in corporate finance. She also got married and had two kids. 
It was actually on a walk with her daughter where the smell of freshly made tofu drew her to the Phoenix Bean storefront and inspired her to become a regular customer. And seven years after that, she became the owner of the business. Her daughter and son are now teenagers and old enough to help man the Phoenix Bean booth at local farmer's markets during the summer. My kids very helpful now. So the couple weekends ago, they were actually helping me at farmer's market do the entire day of selling tofu for me. By the end of the day, I said to my husband, I was totally surprised. Actually, they can do this job so well. And they just said, yeah, mom, we hear you every day talking about tofu. I think we can talk about tofu, too. Jenny has been thinking and talking about tofu every day since 2007. But the job still excites her. There's no longer that feeling of stagnation, of waiting for something else to come along. There are so many opportunities, so many things I can do. I actually, on average, every three years I change job. So I was flight attendant for three, four years. I was in the radio station for three, four years. And then it just every three, four years I always change job. But this job is 10 years already. And I'm still looking forward another 10 years or 20. That's it for this episode of The Distance. Come back next week for a story about a store whose motto is, if we don't have it, you don't need it. That's coming up a week from now. As always, The Distance is brought to you by Basecamp, the leading app for keeping teams on the same page. Sign up at Basecamp.com slash The Distance.